What's that? Table one. Huh? Table one. I can't understand what you're saying. Cover one. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> I made up a song. It goes, solve you all predictable. That sounds like Green Day. No, don't sing Green Day like Tommy DeLonge. I know you hate it. Don't lump Green Day in with them. I lumped that song in there. No. Yeah. Whatever. It's every high I school like senior's Day. like fucking fade away slideshow. That's true. It is. Thanks. Now we're gonna have to pay royalties. No, Green Day's cool. They'll be like, yeah, you can use that. It's cool. You can use my song. <laughs> Shut up. You guys can use the song. It's time of your life. Hey, did you watch Miss America? Did I ever? I watched it in the bathroom. Shut up. I watched it in the bathroom by myself. Who cares? I have a TV in the screen of the toilet. Well, the worst part is that the idiot who won got asked a deflate gate question. Who is, you should let our fans know you are a Boston girl. Yes, I think our fans know that, given that our logo has me wearing a Red Sox cap. I didn't. I thought that piece stood for uh, butt. (laughs) <laughs> no Dang That's what I thought it was Well She's from Georgia And they asked her If she th- If she thought That Tom Brady Knew First of all What are they asking Deflate gate Questions for Yeah On the Miss America and yeah. First of all Why do we still have Miss America Yeah <laughs> That's first of all Yeah And she answered it By saying this nonsensical thing, but she literally said, I'd have to be there to feel the balls. Then somebody took that and then made a song like, feel the balls, feel, feel the balls. I have to be there to feel the balls. No, they have balls, not balls, done that balls, yet, balls, but they balls. should. They probably will. Someone will. I'm so tired of this thing, like, Big not going away. Miss Georgia. Miss America. Well, it's such a thing, though, is I feel like... 90% of the people watching that would want her to be like, he did it because he's a f- handsome jerk. Cheater. Handsome cheater. He could be Mr. It's America. Them. He it's could be Mr. Them. America if That's he wanted. That's all I can say. I'm not even going to like engage anymore on that. I think there was a, my favorite moment was definitely Mrs. Wisconsin's intro oh. because it made me laugh and made me want to <laughs> squeeze off my dang it. Well, let's, let's discuss it. What was it? Was, it was because what they do is they have them all this sort of like carefree, like dancing, like just, <laughs> and they cut to each girl and each girl's like, hi, I miss fucking Delaware. And <laughs> <laughs> you might remember from that joke in Wayne's world, Miss Delaware. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what they do. That's the thing. And the funniest part, they get to Wisconsin and like, hi, I'm Wisconsin. I'm like Miss Wisconsin, and we're, we have like the highest percentage of dairy farms. Why don't you come out of Wisconsin and smell our dairy air? What? And smell my dairy air? No, she did. She totally did, and it's funny because I almost felt like one of my comic buddies like sent that joke in or and something. They, they just like, did it. yeah, one of like like Jesse Joy, some guy like writes for roasts or something, <laughs> and like sent that joke in, and like they're not gonna use it. It's the stupidest, funniest pun. It's like you literally just asked me to come to your state and smell your butt. 
You want me to come? Because well, it was probably they were thinking dairy. Dairy air. A-I-R-Y air. A-I-R. A-I-R. Not but did the they French not? Word. Are they that stupid? That nobody cleared realize? that? Like, nobody saw that and was like, you can't have That's America awesome. come and smell your butt. Like, <laughs> you can't have, you can't invite America to your state. That's awesome. That's so And come hilarious. and smell your butt. You get hi. Come smell my butt in Wisconsin. <laughs> like you win. Give that girl the crown. She did not say that. Come and smell my butt. Smell my dairy air. Come smell my dairy air. Yeah, she said that. It, come to Wisconsin and smell my dairy air. I was oh, like, yes, Lord. you are a freak in the sheets. Well, I'll, okay. I well, would. I'd yeah. go. I'd be like, yeah. I'd show up at her door. I'm like, excuse me, miss. Uh, I was. <laughs> I was, I just, I just followed my nose like the toucan Sam and I, here I am at your doorstep. No. Ready no. to eat some cheese and smell some butts. Oh Lord. Cheesy okay. smelly butts. Watch some fucking football. And we should also say that, uh, this is a little, the Vanessa Williams incident. Yeah. We should mention that. I will mention cause that. Cause it's a public shaming from 30 years from ago. 30 years ago made good. Now, made those good. of you who made don't good. know... Vanessa Williams. Super from, hot. Yeah. Singer, actress, Ugly Betty. What else is she? A racer with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's really oh, yeah. how and I well, know she's, her. She's a big actress. And you actress know her. People know her. People know her. And she had big, she had hit songs and stuff like that. She was married to Rick Fox. They have a kid together. Yeah. Um, she went to Syracuse University. She won. She was the first African American to win Miss yeah. America in 1984. Yep. And they discovered that she had posed nude. For Playboy. It wasn't for Playboy. Oh, it wasn't it Playboy. Was, no, she did it like to make money while she was going to college. And they're very artsy pictures. Right. They ended up in Playboy. Or I think they ended up in Hustler. Cause that's, oh, but they probably they, did end up in Playboy also at, yeah, after a, a but point. But they were, she did them, they're very art, artistic, well, beautiful, like black and beautiful white. photos, She's actually. She's a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful woman. She was a very beautiful young woman. Yeah. And, um, well, like the green. Green eyes and like the yeah, black she's skin, a the light extremely mocha beautiful skin. woman, and so they basically. I mean, she resigned, but let's face it, they forced her to resign. Forced her to resign and shamed her though, and, and shamed her. But she got the last laugh and has had a very successful career. I really, think she's actually a Grammy winner. We I could mean, say the most successful a Miss America. Who's more successful as a Miss America? I, I don't know. I'd have to probably not on the stats on that. Well, it's one of those things. If you have to look at the stats, and you could probably say that, that, that she's someone, probably the one yeah, we know. Yeah, if she's the one that you can, and as the first African American yeah. woman to like, that's a crowning achievement in itself. Absolutely. So to have her have she to got resign, shit on. So basically, they the 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 CEO of Miss America pageant brought her up on stage. She came out and she sang a song. She sounded beautiful, looked beautiful, and, and she's fifty two. She's fifty two, and and apologized to her straight up too yeah. and her mom and her mom was her mom there. was there and he apologized directly to her mother like yeah. and mrs williams like apologize to your family and your mother right here i'm so sorry that this happened and you know no one that is was working then is still working for the pageant now but regardless we want to apologize just yeah. straight up and you're a, you're always you'll always be miss america and you were then yeah. you are now this is a new day and we hope you accept our apology yeah, that, was, that was nice it's pretty classy 
It was very classy. And then I they went on to vote Miss Georgia the idiot. And They're all kind of idiots. Well, except I mean, for the kinda. one woman from Colorado who came out in her nurse scrubs. And instead of doing talent, she did. A, she gave like a monologue about what her patients and how important they are. Oh, that's smart. I thought was freaking awesome. Yeah. Because she was basically saying, I'm not going to pretend to do some dumb talent yeah, that I don't have. Fish this is what matters dicks. to me. And this is who I am. And like I... They should have given it to her based on that. Yeah, that would that was a smart move. Yeah, it was very interesting. I mean, it's no derriere, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean. Well, enough about Miss America. But uh, oh, uh, there's some other things we were going to talk about. Well, there's lots of things we're going to cover for you: The Walking Dead, upcoming movies, the movie lineup for the fall, the movie lineup. Winter, but uh, there's a, a deadliest warrior we'd like to see enacted. That well, it was started off by a comment made in an interview by uh, Mr. Matt Damon. I don't mm. know if you heard of him. <laughs> because basically they asked him, like, would he ever play a superhero? Because Ben Affleck is now playing Batman. So, you know, they're best friends. They came up together. They, uh, you know, so that the question sort of, you know, begs the question. He basically said, like, I don't know. I think they've kind of run out of superheroes to play. Right. But, you know... I was Jason Bourne. It's my superhero role, essentially. And then he went on to say that Jason Bourne could kick Batman's ass. No. And he's talking Which about... Batman? Well, Nolan? No, no. He, listen. He's talking about the Ben Affleck Batman. Oh. Because they're buddies. Like, they're rivalry. Okay. But it sort of made it onto Reddit, and they you referenced it as the Nolan Batman. Mm-hmm. And so a lot, of, a lot of people say that the Jason Bourne character could beat the Nolan Batman. No. I no don't way. know. I don't know. His people make a lot with of the arguments. Of shadows and I don't everything. Know. I don't know. A lot of people are like, that doesn't matter as much because he's like not as agile and he's not as fucking. He's not as agile. He's, he's as very agile. Smart on the fly. He's not as uh, equipped. Like they say, oh, Jason Bourne gets attacked with a knife. He rolls up a newspaper and kills the guy. And like Batman, huh. you know, he has. He's more emotional. Like the Nolan Batman. Hmm. They said, and they keep. Well, one thing I don't agree with is they keep raising the point that Jason Bourne is willing to kill and Batman's not. But like the whole that like argument doesn't work because all of Batman's enemies and villains are willing to kill and yeah. he's not like that's his whole career his whole like identity right. is fighting people that do kill so like that doesn't really hold up in yeah, an argument yeah he's fighting for his life he's always fighting for his life yeah. but i mean he's always fighting against people that have the capacity to kill right so if jason bourne does so does all of so does the joker so does right. the fucking so does bane so does the fucking tally man so does the, yeah, they all yeah. are willing to kill him you know what i mean right Except for, like, the Joker thing doesn't want him to die or he will cease to exist in that whole argument. Well, maybe the point is that Jason Bourne's willing to kill other people. Batman's not willing to kill other people. So that makes Bourne a better fighter because he'll kill people? Or I don't just know. More, I don't know because they talk about training. But mm. I but I I don't know exactly where Jason Bourne's training. Like, Batman's training seems more exotic. And the people say, yeah. like... like the comic book Batman would stomp him 10 out of 10. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like this specifically Nolan Batman is more of like about a, a broken sort of orphan that turns into like a life of crime fighting versus like a superhero. You know but what I mean? But he's still pretty badass. He is badass. I mean, in, especially in Batman Begins when he takes out that whole crew. Well, they meant for that where it's like, yeah, Batman takes on five guys at once, but like those are just thugs versus Jason Bourne, who is a fucking like super trained 
then you know and they're saying like he's that he is just as much of a detective right. as batman mm-hmm. because you know he, he has amnesia but he can still deduce fucking you know scenarios and mm-hmm. figure out put pieces together and they're also saying that like jason Bourne is taking on some of the, like the highest fucking classified uh, organizations government organizations and taking them on one-on-one you know so it's right. jason Bourne against like the highest grade of uh, okay killers know, assassins yeah and in organization like government organizations like top secret organizations he's taking on like a whole government organization on his own uh, i don't know i still I think mean, batman could Batman's win though i still want like batman to win in my own like just because i like batman yeah <laughs> you know but I i'm listening too. to the arguments and like most people are going with jason Bourne. Hmm. like it's weird at least on the internet with nolan okay. i think that i think some people are even saying that like ben affleck's batman looked like he could probably take jason Bourne. i don't know because yeah, batman's maybe. a master of 20 different martial arts and so they're saying like if if batman were to fight jason Bourne just in a melee one-on-one he would like be able to tell where jason Bourne like what his style he uh-huh. fights in and, and like master match it, it yeah and beat it and in the comic books like there's so many feats that batman has displayed that would like you would easily subdue jason Bourne. Mm-hmm. like he takes on guys like like deathstroke is also an like a trained assassin right. covert ultra secret operative that turns into like a mercenary mm-hmm. you know what i mean and batman beats deathstroke yeah and batman beats like mutants and yeah. magic and in, in, yeah. like, he beats killer croc and he beats like I know. venom I mean... bane and shit you know but uh yeah again nolan universe People are going with Jason Bourne. It's funny. I guess, you know, if you're not like a big Batman fan, you're not really going to try to see Batman win this. And they're saying like versus Bourne Ultimatum, which is Jeremy Renner, like Batman would probably beat that Bourne. Oh, yeah, definitely. But wouldn't beat the Matt Damon Bourne. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, what's that YouTube show that does superhero versus superhero? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like it's like the deadliest it's warrior. It's like deadliest warrior, but it's like Gambit versus Nightwing, right? And Red Hood versus Punisher, yeah, which is cool. Who who did they have Wolverine go up against? Predator. Predator was that? It was. Yeah, it was Wolverine versus Predator. Okay, and Wolverine ends up winning. Yeah, Wolverine won. Uh, that would be cool for them to do this. Batman versus Bourne. Yes. Yeah, it would be cool. Even though Bourne is technically not a superhero. But there people are like, no, Bourne has like the skills and of a super of he's a, a superhero. He, and well Batman's a superhero, but he's just a guy. He's a super detective, yeah. you know, he's a super But he's also like detective. he doesn't have powers. But like then people superhero. are saying like but with Batman's gadgets and Batman's like prep time and I feel like Batman's use of stealth and the darkness, like Batman can stealth yes. him, you know what I mean? Yeah, he got drugged. And he was still able to, like, fight. I mean, that whole sequence. Elements, yeah. Yeah. Against trained assassin, like, highest ilk of League of Shadows. And he's also assassins. fighting in, like, the mountains and the, yeah, like, the in elements. The, yeah. And Jason Bourne does that, too. Like, he's, yeah. like, fucking, you know, location, whatever, trained, you know, in different, like, Green Beret. Basically, it's, like, Green Beret training, Navy SEAL training. Right. And then, on top of that, but, like, Jason Bourne isn't given any, like, super serum Captain America Steve Rogers or anything. No. There's no, like, super abilities about jason Bourne. it's just his super super covert mm-hmm. classified training mixed with his ultra intelligence that's what they say because like actually jason Bourne is kind of matched intelligence wise with bruce wayne that's probably true i mean but so batman's in his full gear though right how's yeah. he gonna beat him in his full gear but then they make that note of that too where it's like ah, if you look at this scene where talia agul like can stab through batman's oh, right. chest yeah. plate and she has no real like strength feats in the movie like mm-hmm. she's not known as like trained with Ra's Agul. so he's vulnerable and like you know bane 
collapses yeah. his, his uh, yeah, yeah. cowl and shit. So they're like, they're they're making notes. They're doing their little right. diligence. You hear where it's like, yeah, if he can, and it's one of those things. If like Jason Bourne can line up a shot and mm-hmm. like take out Batman with a gun. He's gonna kill him with a yeah, gun. Batman yeah. doesn't use a gun, right? And this again, Nolan Batman, Nolan Batman. But uh, I mean, if you say he could beat Nolan Batman, he could probably beat Keaton Batman or fucking hear, yeah, Val Kilmer Batman, them, yeah. or fucking George Clooney, Clooney Batman. For God's <laughs> yeah. sakes, you know. But it's like, yeah, comic book Batman, Batman animated series Batman. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. No, definitely not so. comic. Definitely not like fucking. Yeah, comic bat no, like the Batman no we know from comics. Right. There's no way. I'm still skeptical about the Nolan Batman whether he could beat him. I think it'd be like a cool fight. It'd be cool. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see someone do that because it's so rooted in reality. Yeah. The Nolan Batman that yeah. like he we would be vulnerable. It would be He'd like be vulnerable. And, it'd be a, it'd be an awesome fight to I see. I think it would be a, and I think it'd be a bit closer than just like born fucking sweeps. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think born would just sweep yeah. him. He is still fucking Batman. All right, Christian Bale. And Matt Damon, we are challenging yeah. you to do a charity, to do, like, <laughs> to do a charity event where you guys. It'd be cool fight. if, like, whoever directed Born and, and then they got Nolan and directed just like a fifteen-minute. Oh my god, that'd be awesome! Battle short where whatever like how would it work would be like born in gotham or batman in the born universe like what well, it'd be cool to see born in gotham it'd be cool to see born but then you gotham. give batman the advantage because it's his city and it's his fucking you know mm-hmm. cityscape he would know where born to... doesn't really have a cityscape that's one of his strengths no, it's he just can like be anywhere washington or whatever i don't know where where the movies take place yeah. born and i to be honest i kind of need uh, this reading this got me to want to watch at least the first born again because uh-huh. i didn't really remember born as being much more tougher as as James Bond. You know what I mean? No, I, he's way tougher than James Bond. That's the thing, Bond. right? He's way tougher right. than James like, Bond. And I haven't seen these uh, movies the in years. One, it, the first it's one's pretty good. incredible, some of the fight sequences. And right. actually, the last one he did, too, that whole scene where he dives through the window I haven't and seen he it. fights that crazy assassin guy, that I don't fight's remember. incredible. I don't remember. That's why I'm like, oh yeah, Bourne is like fucking really badass. No, he's completely badass. And he doesn't remember who... I kind of want to watch him go Bourne Identity, because I was like, wait, why would Bourne be Batman? Like, why is that even a thing? And then I'm reading, I'm like, oh yeah, he did that, and he did that, and he did that. And I'm like, oh yeah, fucking Bourne's really badass. No, it's pretty awesome. Way like yeah. more badass than Bond. And he takes on several people, too. And he takes on like trained assassin yeah. fucking yeah. covert ops people. Yep. Like off the records type people. Yep. So yeah, this makes me want to go back in and watch Bourne again. And then sh- maybe change your opinion. And we'll then see. we'll and just sort of maybe watch Batman Begins and Bourne. And we'll report back. And report. What we think. Yeah, we could talk about this. Like, yeah, I know, forever. <laughs> but uh, let's get on to uh, Fear the Walking Dead, episode three, episode of, this, three of their premiere season. Which I would call Into the Shit, or like The Needy Greedy. <laughs> the Needy Greedy. Yeah, it, uh, they stepped it up. They Well, it had to start. It had to start, you know what I mean? It had to fucking become... Uh, the nitty gritty like yeah the first couple episodes you're like nah, nothing's happened it's like yeah nothing's happening because it hasn't happened yet right and now that it has happened it's like it's it's, happening. you gotta see it what's gonna how they're gonna react and once they, they really yeah. get fucking bogged down by this in your face zombies that zombies are here yeah so kill them or, or die you know where we left off last time uh the the lead lady, Travis Kim and, Dickens, uh, yeah, and Travis, her boyfriend, they're husband, split up. Yeah. Well, no, they're not married. They're not married? No. I thought they he said, remember no, he, he said he has two wives. Girlfriend. Yeah, but he refers, he says my girlfriend. Oh, I don't know. Um, they, he's gone off to get his, his son. They're and trapped his, in the barbershop. They're trapped in a barbershop. 
in a riot breaks a riot. out downtown LA. Ruben Blades is the guy who owns a barbershop. Yep. And then with his wife and his daughter. Right. And then uh, what's Kim Dickens' name? Madison, Maddie, Maddie. Yeah. I don't remember their it's names. Maddie and uh, her daughter and son Nick. are in the house. I remember his name. Yep. Nick. Don't remember the daughter's name. And they're together, and they're just sort of like playing Monopoly. Like, yes. And while they're trying to, while Travis and the other group are trying to escape from this fucking downtown LA riot, which becomes intense, which fast. becomes infested. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're seeing people are getting eaten. And yeah. Like everyone else is sort of like, woo, trashing cars. And they don't even realize they it. They, realize. they like don't even realize what's happening. Is there be there's people eating it's people on the street? Becoming the zombie apocalypse, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's cool, and they escape. But as they're escaping, this like giant scaffolding falls and lands on Reuben Blade's wife and yep. crushes her ankle, crushes her leg, and so they have to lift her and carry her into Travis's pickup truck, which is oddly unscathed. And, I like, know, undisturbed. and I mean, also odd. There's some stuff like that in this. Well, it's like completely untouched. There's this giant riot. And I remember they get in the truck. I'm like, whose truck is that? And you're like, oh, it's Travis's. Like the same truck he abandoned when he went into the barbershop. And it's like not even. Nothing. Windows aren't even smashed. I guess because it was a little ways away. But they're surrounded by people. I know. And no one jumps in the back of the truck or pushes the truck over. A couple people try to like chase the truck when they drive away. I didn't think they were going to make it out. I didn't think the truck would have still been there in one piece. Yeah. It would have been set on fire, fire firebombed. It would have been tipped over. It would have been. Well, maybe they just hadn't gotten to that area yet. No, they were everywhere. They were everywhere. There's just the truck's still here. Taking liberties. Uh, We we lucked out. Yeah. (laughs) We'll we'll chop that up to we lucked out. Yeah, we lucked out. So they drive away and they're getting chased. And the coolest part is it looks like they're on Mulholland or something. And you you see the grid go down. Yeah. And that was was an awesome awesome shot. Yeah. That was fucking badass because you see all of downtown LA. I got to say, living here makes the show more interesting. That's true. Not That's not like some faggy humble brag or anything, but it's really like- A little bit of a humble brag. Right. Not really. It's not a humble bag. <laughs> the city. Come live in the city. It's shit. <laughs> I mean, just because I get one fucking like nice yeah, thing out of it, watching the fucking show yeah. for an hour, I get an hour respite from this goddamn city. <laughs> you know, it's actually a nice place to live. But uh, yeah, regardless, you get to watch the fucking grid go down from downtown all the way sweeping through Culver City and right. up to like the fucking west side. And I want to know where they're living because when they go back to the house, like what part of the city is that? Yeah. When they're like, back in the home. It almost looks like Silver Lake. I don't know if it's on the east or side or not. It looks like east side because it's pretty close to downtown, but who the fuck knows? It could be the valley. It could be It could anywhere. be the valley. I'm going to yeah. say valley. The houses don't look super valley, though. That neighborhood looks... I don't know, maybe. I don't like know. Deep valley. There's a lot of like super yeah. residential stuff in the valley that I don't even know about. Like... I don't even. Yeah, I don't know. I say valley, but Maybe. regardless, you watch the grid go down, so the power's going out in the whole fucking city, which is a scary thought as well. Because that could happen that could with happen. an earthquake. Absolutely, earth- like you don't need a zombie apocalypse for us the whole city to lose power. Right. We're losing water by the day, for right, God's sake. Right. So to watch that, and they're driving, and you're just watching it. like, And it's funny because it, it shuts down in a grid pattern, like these big sort of like volume, like miles, such and such squares of lighting just dropping out, like dropping out, and they're driving, and then it cuts to Travis, and then it cuts to commercial. Mm-hmm. And then they, the next segment, they're like back at the house. The three of but them, but they're back at the house at a tricky moment because but no, tra- they're not back at the house. Tra- oh yeah, like, we cut. To we cut the back, house. and yeah. so she is. They have gone next door to the neighbors to get 
a, a shotgun. Gun. Yeah. Nick knows she has a gun. Because they, they see like Mr. Downey or Mr. Dingus or whatever, and he's a fucking zombie. And yeah. He's outside he's the He's outside, and they're and, like, we got to go do, you know. And then the kid, Nick, who's the drug addict. But he's a He's like ahead of everyone with this, clearly. Like, well, he's the realizing. Thing, when they're looking out the windows, they're shining their flashlights through the windows. I know. It's windows. like, what do you do? But they don't know. Yeah, they, they don't, don't know. They don't know not to do this. They don't know. I would, I don't know. Even if I was a f- not no, I would shine my light. Like that's just a beacon. Like we're in here. We're in here. Even if it's not zombies, if it's marauders or bandits, right? It's you like why would you shine a light through right. your fucking window? <laughs> and he even said like, no, close the bl- uh, close the yeah. shades, close the blinds and shit. And then they see him and they're like, oh, what's his old Mrs. Cho has a fucking shotgun in her house? But they don't see her. No, they, they don't, don't see find her. her. They see like a empty bottle of pills. They don't. She don't see that until after when the Dre. girl goes back to get the shotgun shells. Right, because they find the shotgun and then they see the truck pull up. Uh-huh. And what happened? Oh, they find the dog, and the dog was like a little sort of red hair. Out, like, yeah. Because they open the curtain. Oh, it's just the dog. Right. And the dog's covered in blood. They let the dog in. Then they go out to then hop the fence to get to the house. And as they're doing that, they see the fucking zombie come into the home and like and get the like, dog. Shit, we can't go in our house and eat the dog. Right. And so, like, get the shotgun, and they get the shotgun, and they see, as they're getting the shotgun, they see the truck pull up with Travis and Ruben Yeah, and Blades, he's going to be walking into... A fucking ambush. Yeah. A fucking, yeah, a zombie. And he doesn't know about zombies either, so he's like, oh, you're sick, dude, let me help you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and so she, she's, like, they run out to try to stop him, mm-hmm. and the girl, the daughter, runs back to get the shotgun The shotgun shells. shells. And then she sees a glass of tea and a bottle of pills yep. empty. And she gets the shells and she's collecting them. And then you see these two little slipper clad feet underneath yep. a sort of like screen door. And you're like, like, we know what this is. Yeah, we know who that is and we know what's going to happen. Yeah. What's about to happen. And so there's like two things going on simultaneously where Travis is in there like, oh, Mr. Dingus, you, you, are you okay? And then he's like, Arr! and he grabs him and he's on the ground or on the wall and he pushes him up against the wall. And then Ruben, but Blades, he's still trying to talk to him. He's like, "It's okay, man." It's like, it's like, what are you doing? He's hey, like, hey, yeah. dude, don't you he's know? Like, you just need a couple of Tylenols. <laughs> let me, let me just get you these. Well, like, and the wife, the leave. girlfriend, and Nick, the the stepson are like saying, "Get away from him! Yeah. You got to kill him or and whatever." Travis is like, "No, he just he just needs a little talking to. He's got yeah, to talk him off the ledge." The new Herschel. He's the Herschel. He's the Dale. Yeah, yeah he's absolutely. the Dale and the Herschel because he's not willing to uh, accept. Except, and we'll get back to that in a minute because there's another it, it occurs, part. It occurs yeah. again. But so then Ruben Blakes comes in with a shotgun. Well, and he, he grabs the shotgun from Nick. Yep. Or whoever. And he takes it and fucking lines it up on the dude. And it was funny because he gets shot like across the face yep. first. And it, it takes coming. Yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't disable doesn't his, brain. his brain. Yeah, yeah it just, and so it's like this shotgun spray of just like taking his face off. And, and they're all like watching this, going, "Holy shit!" And it's probably birdshot. This like yeah. smaller grain of fucking shotgun shell because it doesn't like just take his head off. Right, it just sort of sprays but his face, and then the next shot, the next shot took his head off. Took his it whole head epic. off. It just sprayed against the fucking screen and door. It was epic. The walking door. dead. Yeah, yeah. we were like, yeah, Walking Gore, Dead. Yeah. Walking Dead's back. Here we are. Fuck yeah. We're getting there. We're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. And so that happens, and uh, Travis is upset. He's like, what about the fuck? It. That's he's my like, buddy. why do you do that? It's like, dude, he's fucking about to eat you. He was going to eat you. He was going to eat your brains. 
and clearly Ruben Blades and him were kind of at odds. And then yeah, which is also strange. Which like, is also, but eh, they're going to do that. There's yeah, always going to be. Got to be some sort of odds. And they all decide they're going to hunker down there for the night. But and then, then they didn't want to. Uh, the mom, the mom, and Nick and, Nick and the daughter want to leave, like, but Travis convinces her we can't leave at night, which is smart. Well, we and the go. mother has like needs uh, first aid, and so they put her in oh, the yeah. bed and they wrap her foot up. She's going to die and become a zombie. Clearly, right. that's what's going to happen there. Yeah. And the girl almost gets eaten, by the way. The daughter, when she's trying to hop the fence, the Mrs. Cho zombie. Oh, yeah, she almost gets eaten by her. her yeah. Foot. She's like, let go, Mrs. Mrs. Cho, I love you. you and know? then uh, Travis's son, mm-hmm. Nick. Or no, no the, the, the other the, the son, son tries to help her. Tries to help her, and she, like, pushes him, or she's mad. She elbows yeah, him. She's well, elbows like, rolling him. around, she sort of swings at him, yeah. and he catches he it right in the nose. Right in the nose, yeah. Which I'd be like, I'd really upset yeah but, like what are you doing i'm trying to help you he is really upset yeah i'd want to like soccer bag getting in the nose like you your first instinct is to like hit back yeah it's painful it. uh yes i have yeah you have i have you i have been i've right taken a couple in the right to the nose it makes you want to fucking strike it really does yeah it does it makes you want to strike yeah back. it absolutely does it's, it's like, a, like your immediate reaction is to want to just like hit, hit and like like fight fight yeah you want to fight yeah i know i know it doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl. Yeah. It's just you want to fucking fight. Like, hit in the nose is like fight. Fight time, huh? Oh, are we fighting? I guess yeah. we're fucking fighting. Because <laughs> that's like my first impulse is to like fucking like, sock you in your boom. shit, man. Yeah, bust your shit, yeah. man. Yeah, absolutely. It feels good. No. So um, they're there. They stay the night. He's, the two, women, the two yeah. wives, the girlfriend and the wife have ex-wife have sort of a thing i don't know is it a coming together or oh, it is kind nah, of but it's a friction coming together you know it's she, sort of like if i ever end up like that you gotta do it well that's what kim the the girlfriend's maddie says to her and then the ex-wife who's travis's ex-wife yeah like, i know we don't like each other but we have to be friends well yeah and she's like make sure you do it so travis doesn't have to yeah but I'm she says like it that. in a way she doesn't even look at her she clearly she doesn't like it they don't like each other but we don't really know the backstory how much of of why it? they don't like each other or yeah. if she was if he was cheating on her with her we don't know any of that you know we don't know and but we did find out that maddie's husband died yes so she's a widow she's a widow yeah, so we don't know how he died or no. under what circumstances. Right, but that was inf- yeah, that was new information. Pretty new, yeah. So the next day, so they're ready to leave. They're ready to leave. They're leaving. The daughter, Ruben Blades' daughter, wants them to go with Travis and his together. Caravan. Yeah, he's like, no, he's a weak man. Yeah. Oh, because we see this scene where as they're all going to leave, Maddie goes out, and you know, she you think she's going to kill. Susan, the neighbor, who was her friend, because she doesn't want to leave her, yeah. Mrs. Cho. She doesn't want to leave her that way. Yeah. And she goes out with, with like a, a hammer, hammer a fucking and Travis hammer. stops her. Yeah. And Ruben Blade sees this and utters, weak man like weak in man Spanish. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. And um, y- this is when we realize, okay, this is the Daryl Herschel of the group right yeah, now. Yeah. This is the Herschel. This is the Shane and the, the Herschel. Yeah. The, yeah. Whatever. But although Not the Maddie, extent. the Kim Dickens character, is kind of like a more like a, a rick or a shame yeah she's willing to do shit like she's yeah. clearly being you're seeing that she's gonna Taking be willing action. to do yeah. take action whereas yeah. travis is like no we don't know if she can be fixed yeah like, we, we don't have know to anything wait. about this but and but in all in fairness you don't they know. don't know that yeah, they don't they know don't anything know about this no. they think that like for all they know 
she could just be sick and could be treated. Yeah, as viewers, you can't really put in your own like pre-existing logic and knowledge yeah. onto the show as much as you want to because you're like, no, it's, blah, blah. it's yeah. like you can't do that. They don't know. They don't right. fucking know. We don't. And like Nobody they established that. Yeah. There's no sort of zombie lore in the universe. Right. So, so they don't. They, they, they don't even know what they're dealing. They with. have nothing to reference. Yeah. That guy Nick, the son, is the only one who says she's dead. Yeah. She's not sick. She's she's, she's dead. dead. Yeah. And you can see they're sort of like trying to work it out but in a way it, it is almost a stretch for the maddie character to want to kill not leave her that way not knowing anything about what it is i guess it's not i don't, I don't know. know i don't know if that would you jump to that or i mean I, I feel like the first thing you jump to is like trying to restrain her or trying to lock her up or yeah, something they really they don't have any clue what's going on yeah i mean to bash your fucking head in with a hammer is that's fucking like extreme. That, and that's also <laughs> where you go when you know what these it's a zombie are. yeah you know like it's not necessarily where you go when you like she looks scary and like she's trying to attack you well, it's but one you of those still things. don't know like if someone had like ebola would you go smash their fucking brains in no you wouldn't you wouldn't you'd be like they're sick they need to isolate be isolated them. i mean if they're coming to hurt you then you're like that's well not you, ebola. you're defending yourself but right. just they're standing out on, on a she's fence in by the fence and there's a there's a beam missing from the fence so she has her hand through right. and like you'd get the the point that like she's she's been here all night yeah, and she's coming for you. She's but, coming for us. But yeah, I don't know. That was a bit of a stretch for her to already sort of have a sense that these Well, things... just to already sort of feel like you have the capacity to like bludgeon someone to death. But it... then but then it, it it does also bring up the argument of forget a zombie apocalypse. If someone is sick, terminally ill in a state like that, there's a lot of people who feel like they should be put out of their misery. Yeah, but with a hammer to the brain. Well, no. You know what I mean? It's like, how yeah. do you, as a human, be like, hey, I got a hammer upstairs. I'll, <laughs> just, it, I'll just, like, <laughs> smack away at her skull until her brain... I know. that was Well, that was when she says her only resource to her. She didn't have any, like, cyanide to, like, inject Right, her. or a fucking... Jesus, I don't even know. I Electrocution, don't know. like, or the shotgun to the head would be more humane, for God's sakes, than a hammer. But, I mean, I understand the conversation she had with the ex-wife saying, don't let make sure you do it and don't leave me like that for travis yeah. or whatever but, but yeah okay the hammer is a little the hammers it's it's pretty extreme it's pretty extreme it's pretty hilarious actually <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna take this hammer and go be, like she babysat you your kids know, her you whole life know what's going she's on. been your next door neighbor for 20 years yeah. you're just gonna go like i'll be right back <laughs> before we go i'm just gonna go like smash a wow, skull open some insight into this don't you it's yeah like do you know and then her her husband wasn't there and his whole argument was like i think we should at least wait for her husband to get home right like what if he Which, came we're back like no don't yeah, let the husband come home he'll and find fucking her like that eaten. yeah and, he, like, and he almost does because well, he does come home and luckily as they're leaving he pulls up conveniently and enough. they run to well she they're leaving and she sees him and she stops and goes back and it's like mr cho no and he's no. like hey honey how are you there's a zombie apocalypse going on i wanted to check on you <laughs> i'm late for work i had to stay over at the office because people were being eaten downtown but uh, you seem okay you seem a little under the weather yeah. here come give me a hug <laughs> give me a little kiss it was like kind of ridiculous also but well it's, it's more ridiculous funny. that the military comes and shoots her in the head at the exact moment she's like about, about to bite, to bite her neck. husband yeah and like they were literally in that embracing hug fucking yeah. 
stance or whatever, and like literally the bullet goes right over the guy's shoulder yeah. in, into her head. And how did they even know that the, there was a sick person in the backyard? They did. They were just like in doing the a weird sweep backyard with the like the weird maze, maze the, like of garden. What the hell maze. was that? Maybe it's like for vines, growing it was vines very or something. Bizarre. Yeah. So there's this garden it maze like in her backyard, just to get them, just to make it scary, make it scary yeah. and tough to go through to their yard. It, yeah, that was totally. Yeah. But the, the yeah the funniest thing is the reaction time of the military because it's like quick there she is yeah. there he is fucking one shot headshot right. over the shoulder of a chinese man into his wife's head like well you know what's really funny when you think about that what is their reaction time and the ability to do that when the governor by himself without a gun pointing on them an entire group of military standing there with cover and guns were were like able to Completely be taken down taken by out. a field of guys who are like a hundred yards away and without any sh- retaliation or anything. Not a single shot was yeah. fired. They Their couldn't fucking do military but service. just get killed. It was like, oh! Yeah, what, yeah. what was that, like season three or season four? Season, I think it's season three. Yeah. It's when like we fight. I think it's, it's, it's the wood. It's the beginning of Woodbury. Yeah, it's what's well, beginning of finding out the governor. The governor is a is, fucking yeah, is a psycho. psycho. Yeah, and that yeah that so you, it's season three. We've yeah. talked about that a when the episode times, came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. The reaction time for the military. Maybe it's because like, well, they're they're still fresh. They're still, <laughs> they haven't been in the apocalypse very long, and so they still have fresh legs and Maybe. fresh minds. I don't know. They're still well fed. Too bad and, these guys weren't there yeah, in Georgia. <laughs> in Georgia, maybe L.A. The L.A. fucking are reeds better. are just yeah. It's not quicker. a lot of humidity here. Less humidity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it was—the humidity. Yeah, index. but it was pretty crazy, and and so yeah, now, it was this perfect shot. Perfect for fuck's shot. Sakes. It's kind of funny. They could have made it not so close. Like it could have made it like they came in right, you know, when there was still like a few feet of distance. Right. That would have been more dramatic because he's like going to hug his wife, and then just like boom, she's taken out. And you're like, no, like oh. Was- well, they should have just let her bite him, and then like they came in and had to take out both of them. Yeah, he didn't get bit, but then they take him away because he yeah, got blood I mean, on like, himself. Like, why didn't you just like that? Would have been more likely what would happen. I don't know. Maybe they're going to do something where he gets infected by the blood, or I don't know if he's going to reappear or not. I doubt it. Doubt it. So, but anyway, so this is nearing the end of the episode yeah, and they're about to leave and this all, all this stuff sort of happens and now they're not allowed to leave because the military right. is, is doing their sweep and they're taking their names and questioning them and who's infected, who's not and how many people are in the household mm-hmm. and, and it's become like a military zone. Yeah. And that's sort of kind of would. where they leave. It would. Yeah. yeah initially it'd be sort of locked down. They're uh, marking houses. Guard, like how they did with yeah. that X and it's just how many are alive or like how many are dead or mm-hmm. it's that X it's they, they reference it in the uh, walking dead mm-hmm. where it's like they're marking homes. I can't remember how like it breaks down. I think it's actually in the comic book too. Actually. Oh really? The X and on one side of the X, it's like a, a, a number like three mm-hmm. or and like this. So many people lived here. There's so many people are dead in the house mm-hmm. or something like that it's uh it's been referenced a bunch mm. of times i should yeah know what it means uh, i'll find out well so we saw the previews for the next episode and it's definitely we're moving along here we're and it because yeah, there's only six episodes there's only six episodes and i i will say this as though there are some kind of like moments it it was pretty exciting and y- you felt like okay this is getting good 
Yeah, and they're getting on with it. They're getting on with it. It it has the same sort of moments of frustration, like like Walking Dead does, where you're like, "What the yeah. fuck? Come on!" They kind of derail it just to prolong it. Yeah, you know, and that's a super tactic they've used on the show for a long time. For a long beginning. time, from yeah. the beginning, from really the second season. Yeah, though. second season. The first season, the first season really season moved tight. along, man. Yeah. yeah, the second season, you're starting like, "Wait, what? How long is Sophia going to be missing well, again, for?" Darabont gone after the first season. Yeah, Darabont gone. Yeah, Dara gone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Sophia, I, we hated that whole. Thing. After the first two episodes, we got we were like, so Fuck. tired of that. It, we were like, I don't fucking care where she is anymore. We were like getting no. so frustrated by that whole sequence. And then to be in the barn the whole time. Well, and then Woodbury dragged out for too long. Yeah, they they drag they it. Really they drag do, their they heels a little yeah. bit, but it's it's just to fucking. You need twelve episodes. You know yeah. what I mean? And well, last can, season was really one of the best seasons it was since the beginning as far as pacing yeah absolutely yeah, for sure for sure i gotta say i'm a little scared about this season because they keep hinting that it's gonna be oh they, they're showing promos they yeah sh- i feel like yesterday and it's like it's already fucking back yeah. i remember we were in seattle October for 11th, the ending of yeah. the last season yeah, it's March. like yeah. we thought of like october is a fucking you know ages away but here it is and now it's like we're already getting promos for the next season it's incredible i know, I know. they're doing it like again they're back at they're it they're doing it they're doing it oh my god so the next episode of fear the walking dead it looks promising i mean it, it looks like there's uh there's militaries a, controlling things yeah, and there's, there's dissent in military the military presence yeah, and and i'm sure there is dissent you know and things start to go haywire and they have to start to start taking like the ranks break fall apart and yeah. they start making their own choices as fucking civilians yep. and not military anymore which I, might happen am I, I do find it interesting to see the origins of how it happened i think that is interesting yeah, it's and, like the stand it's like yeah and uh, and we also found out that there it isn't just california that's having this los angeles they said 11 other states have yeah have they did say declared that didn't martial they? law and et yeah it's martial law yeah <laughs> that's what would happen first right they bring in the coast guard and the national guard and shit and they bring in you know all the different military whatever groups and stuff and i know we talked about this and you mentioned max brooks refers to this in the zombie survival guide. survival guide but i guess where i and tell talk about about what he says because i don't understand entirely how it couldn't be contained well he talks about like different scales of containment Mm -hmm. and how they would go about it actually have to read the chapter again but he refers to like it's basically like town size region size statewide Mm -hmm. and like how much would need it would be needed to contain it like if it broke out in a small town that could potentially like a rural town will say that could be contained right before it breaks out out into but in a metropolitan yeah Yeah. but he talks about the difference and he talks about like the scales versus and then like you know statewide or citywide statewide then like countrywide where that would be like that's the basically world war z yeah so he just basically talks about the scales of uh outbreaks and mm-hmm. how they could be contained and up to a point when it could no like like the breaking point of containment yeah where it could no longer be contained it's actually really interesting because i i feel like the way he the way he talks about it it does make sense that there are certain like size outbreaks that could be contained by military mm-hmm. like the way like where our military could be organized mm-hmm. and sort of 
re, you know, released upon a, a city or, or town, like you could contain an outbreak uh-huh. and keep it. From that's spreading. what. I, that's what you would think. <laughs> yeah, totally. Even if they had to wipe out, the, like the movie The Crazies, where they had to, like wipe yeah, out the whole they town. Had to that whole t- but that was rural. That was that rural was a town. rural town. Yeah, because how can it spread through a fucking cornfield? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Miles of nothing. You know. But then the movie Contagion. Yeah. With Matt Damon, Gwen yeah. Paltrow. I mean, that was really frightening. That is frightening. Winslet, to, to see it's how fast, a very good movie, see how fast that and took everyone out. Took them all. Yeah, it took everybody out. And well, I mean, globally. It, globally. It, yeah, because she goes to China or whatever Asian country yep. and then gets it and then flies back to America. And just like on the flight, yep. people get it. Passing and then it along, yeah. By the time she's like, she's dead within 48 hours. Right. And yeah, the CDC's involved. Yeah. And then it, there's an outbreak in the, on American soil. Yeah. And then it becomes kind of this like, you know, Global. apocalyptic people with their guns, raiding, you know, looting, gro- raiding. Yeah. Grocery stores and all the bodies laid out in parking lots yep. and stuff. Like, cause that's what would happen. Well, that would for sure happen. And we, we already know the rioting cause we've seen that happen without an outbreak without an outbreak over like racial stuff yeah just like racial injustice yeah Yeah. so we know that riots will happen if yeah they happen for less or you know more you know not less but yeah for different reasons different reasons yeah definitely uh so yeah that could that is definitely a reality and you just think about contagion replaced with a zombie disease a zombie virus right. versus just some you know whatever bird flu well yeah virus. because they're actively moving and attacking people mm-hmm. as opposed to They're, you know, they're actively moving and fighting and biting people. Yeah, and it's a zombie. So, like, any body that would have been dead in the Contagion universe would be reanimated as a zombie. Right. So, it's like, yeah, when you look at it that way, there could be a total global event very quickly. Yeah. It wouldn't take long. I think he just talks about timelines, too. He I does. think in that chapter, it's like two weeks. Boom. Two weeks? Two weeks. Global. Huh. Uh, global it's not a lot of time. Not a lot of time at all. Well, we'll see how long it's going to be in this uh, universe. I wonder if they talk about the global outbreak in this Fear the Walking Dead. They talk about how it Yeah, that'll be to interesting London to see that. Because how would Europe. it reach across the oceans? Well, remember they showed that oh, plane crashing. Plane. Yeah, they of showed course. that in the end of the episode. They show a plane, a plane flying with, over and then it's sort of it's tilting. It started tilting, yeah. yeah. We don't know what happens to it if it just crashes or what. They don't show, but you, one can, uh, you know, assume. Assume, or yeah. Draw their own conclusions that it's in our air you know it's in up in the air happening something happening it's going to spread all across the country yeah and possibly overseas right and then they have to stop flights like they stop flights with the fucking ebola outbreak for god yeah you know what i mean they Uh stop like that's a big thing no one's coming in from liberia right we have to stop liberian flight you are not coming in from those countries yeah or whatever country well, yeah. so it's starting to get good. It's getting good. I, it's it's started. Good. It's, you could say it's like really started. It's starting. Yeah. yeah. It's starting. It's Which is good. It, I liked the episode. It was entertaining. It was very entertaining. It was the first one that I really was kind of glued to in, in a different way than I was the, the other two. The last two episodes. Yeah. 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 It was cool. So uh, we've got a lot of upcoming movies yeah for the fall winter season here the last few, uh, four months of 2015 oscar race and oscar race stuff and some big actual blockbuster stuff is still coming out also absolutely so let's just go through them so upcoming the first uh, wave here uh coming this weekend uh black mass 
Yeah, with Johnny Depp. With Johnny Depp. Bio- biopic. biopic. About Whitey Bulger with uh, Joel Egerton, uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon, Corey Stoll. Uh, promises to be very good. It's gotten amazing reviews. And Dakota Johnson. Oh, yeah, I forgot about her. <laughs> who we're all going to show up to see. Yeah, I don't understand why she was cast to play Whitey's It's one of those like follow-up. But- Fifty Shades plays where it's like we got to get you in the next sort of big movie with a big cast because you got to follow up your whatever stupid movie. Yeah, so and irrelevant. It, it looks good, definitely. Yeah, I want to see it. I definitely want to see that. I mean, I you know I'm from Boston. I know the story. I grew up with the story with who he was, and he also lived four blocks from here. Yeah, in Santa Monica. In Santa Monica, and like very close. Yeah, from around what the I corner. Understand. Literally, yeah. So that one, um, the Maze Runner Scorch Trials comes out. I don't know if we care about that. It, we did see the the uh, preview at Comic Con, and it looked pretty cool. It looked cooler, looked better than what than the it was. Maze well, they're Runner literally like. billing this as this is better. This movie doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah, this is so much better than the first movie. Trust us. Trust us. Come on. So I don't know what Trust that us. says. Another big one coming out this weekend is Everest. Uh, based oh, yeah, on yeah. the book with the the whole the nineteen ninety six uh, disaster there, Jason Clark, uh, Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, Josh Brolin, Sam Worthington, Kira Knightley. It looks pretty epic and well, big kinda, cast, yeah, big cast, big, yeah. It's like something you could see in IMAX, you know. Yeah, yeah. although we hated the IMAX experience. Well, <laughs> not the IMAX. What's the other thing? It's like IMAX, but it's not the fucking. Th- oh, I guess there's three D IMAX. And yeah. IMAX. I'd go to regular IMAX. I don't know. Or is that that's the same thing? We saw regular IMAX. Oh, it wasn't 3D IMAX? Maybe it was. It I don't been. know. We had a bad 3D IMAX experience. Yeah. It was fucking bullshit. Um, also, uh, what else is coming out? Um, the Martian comes out October 2nd. It's getting good reviews. Yeah. Getting really good reviews. Um, the Hugh Jackman Pan yeah, that doesn't interest I don't know me. If that interests, Some weird prequel or Garrett Hedlund is Captain Hook. Somehow. Yeah, Rooney Mara's in it. That's October 9th. Also, October 9th, Steve Jobs with Michael Fassbender. Oscar talk already. Oscar talk. Well, I mean, he's absolutely the best one today. The best actor, actor. out there today. Yeah. Well, there he wins for the performances. Well, then he has Macbeth, which I want to see. I'm dying to see. I'm dying to see as well. Um, Bridge of Spies, October 16th, is Spielberg's new movie with Tom Hanks, and it's about the American U-2 craft that was shot down over Soviet Union. And to me, it just looks like, I don't know, another baby boomer movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> another Spielberg another and Spielberg Hanks. Hanks baby boomer subject. Yeah, like, we remember when we were kids when this happened. Yeah. It's like, uh, so you'll all like it, too. You'll all like it, too. Nah, not really. Mm-hmm. No one cares care. but uh, it's supposedly getting some good it's reviews. gonna be so amazing and uh, uh also that week in crimson peak the guillermo del toro's new oh, film yeah, yeah, um, yeah. with tom hiddleston and jessica hiddleston and jessica chastain and it's r-rated and yeah. and del toro promises that it's earning its r-rating it's a ghost story well it's also it's a, a movie he's been trying to make for, for a long time ever, right like since before pan's labyrinth and like, I don't know if it's a remake of, a, I think it is a remake of an original movie called Crimson Peak. Oh, like is it? A 50s okay. horror movie or 60s horror movie. Yeah, it and looks kind of cool. Looks kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, we might check that out. Uh, like, yeah, horror in the theaters. If it's R, you know, it might be cool. 
Um, the Last Witch Hunter with Vin Diesel. Oh, that's his passion October project. October 23rd. He's like a big D&D guy. He grew up in the 80s Is playing he really? D&D. Yeah, he's like I a super... I didn't know he was a D&D he guy. Write, he wrote his own like journeys or whatever you call it. Like He was a dungeon master. Huh. Yeah, he's like all about this shit. He's like, I made all these Fast and Furious movies so I could make this movie. Like he's he's a, right. kind of a fucking nerd. I, I mean, guess. it looks kind of silly. It looks silly. It looks like a, a nerd. Huge fan base, so I'm sure it will make money. Yeah, it'll make money. It's like Riddick, but fantasy Riddick. Yeah, or it looks. That's like, all it looks with like. With a weird wig. Yeah, it's like a witch hunter. Yeah, that's all it looks like. It's just like <laughs> fantasy. There's sci-fi Riddick and now fantasy yeah, Riddick. Yeah, maybe like, we'll that's see. That's like it. the extent of his range. Is like <laughs> there's is, like car Riddick, sci-fi Riddick. Fantasy Riddick. Yeah. <laughs> Riddick in a car. Riddick in a car. Riddick, yeah. Riddick on the moon. Riddick on the moon. Riddick in Mordor. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Also, that same weekend, the weekend, uh, October 23rd, is Rock the Casbah with Bill Murray, Bill, Barry Levinson's film about uh, oh, Bill Murray yeah. goes to Afghanistan and finds his singer who like is basically goodness ticket out of reality hell and she kind of puts her through this Afghanistan idol really version. yeah and it's um he actually went there they shot there they were like apparently in danger in the yeah. production yeah, um Barry Barry Levinson who made great films I mean he did Rain Man and Diner and Tin Ooh. Man hasn't really done a big one for a long time so there's a lot of buzz around what's this. Tin Man or Tin Cup Tin, Ma- Tin Men the one it's kind of a sort of loosely based sequel to Diner you watched it with me with uh, Danny DeVito oh like the Tin one with, Men yeah they sell sighting they sell aluminum sighting. sighting yeah and it's like in Baltimore in the early aluminum. 60s yeah yeah that movie's and, good and yeah. uh, Richard Dreyfuss it's a great movie yeah um, but he hasn't really had a big hit for a long time, and a lot of people are talking about this one as his kind of comeback and Bill Murray's big... It sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds kind of fun. The Peanuts movie comes out uh, November 6th, as does Spectre. Oh, James Bond. Yes. Gotta see that. Gotta see that. Gotta go see it and be like, yeah, that was pretty cool, I guess. That was pretty cool, I guess. Everyone's yeah. talking about Sam Smith writing the theme He's song doing the theme. Yeah. Yep. He's like the female. Ad- it's like Adele. It's I think Adele it's just Adele in a wig. In a wig. <laughs> it's just like Adele. Adele. not in a wig. It's just like trans Adele. Well, his so- the song comes out October 25th, so they're going to really use that to promote. Trans Adele. Uh, That's funny. The... Uh, uh, November 13th, the 33, about the Chilean miners, comes out with Antonio Banderas and Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, yeah. Um, Is that in the theaters? That'll that's be in theater theaters. Movie, so that's really? a theater movie. No shit. Uh, American movie, but entirely Hispanic cast. That's good. Um, November uh, 13th, also by the sea, the, the uh, you know, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie movie about them being married couple looks really boring. What? But it's uh, kicking off the AFI Film Fest. By the Sea, yeah. is it called? By the Sea. And it's just the two of them? Just two of them going through Merit. I mean, it kind of looks like... Remember the movie Revolutionary Road with Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio? I never saw that. Great movie. Oh, yeah. Really great movie mm-hmm. where it's kind of this 50s couple kind of dealing with Merit. I mean, it was really well written. This, well, to me, good. looks like it's that kind of movie, but I can't tell. I don't know if I really like her very much as an actress. I don't know. We'll see. Um, November 20th, uh, The Secret in Their Eyes with Chiwetel Elegia for Julia Roberts and Nicole Kidman. Also that weekend, The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2, ending that whole franchise. You're not hopefully. getting me this time. 
um, on November 25th, Creed. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is the seventh movie in the Rocky, Rocky franchise. Movie, right. However, the director, the same director did Fruitville Station, and it is starring Michael B. Jordan as Apollo Creed's son. And Stallone is reprising his role as Rocky, and he is now taking on the role of coaching. Yeah, he's the training the he's training Creed's son, Creed's son. to be Rocky Jr. Also, that same weekend opens uh, the Victor Frankenstein movie, which we saw the panel for at Comic Con. Yeah, with uh, Daniel Radcliffe and yeah, James cool. McAvoy. Looks, Looks like a cool, cool, kind of cool. And um, the silly night before movie with JGL and Seth Rogen, their Christmas movie. Oh, it's like yeah, Christmas with the Clinks or yeah, whatever. whatever. Um, uh, on December first, in the heart of the sea, which is Ron Howard's film, which is based on the story oh. that Moby Dick was based on. Before you talk about uh, speaking of Christmas movies, I want to go see Krampus. 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 Yeah. I saw the trailer online, and Krampus. I don't know if it's on the list there or not, but it is not. I'm not sure if it's coming. I hope it comes out over Christmas, but it looks fucking badass. It's All like right. horror. Like the, the trailer makes it look like legit horror really? Christmas thing because a lot of times those horror Christmas movies are so fucking jive true you know? like, yeah there's that one where Goldberg the wrestler plays Santa and oh it's yeah like killer Santa and there's <laughs> killer just Santa. all this like usually they're just really fucking just cheese ball be like this looks like fucking scary really yeah and right. Krampus is Krampus. like coming to town and yeah I got well, it it's probably definitely coming out we should before. post the, the trailer because I'm watching it and like Adam Scott's in it and there's a it's pretty All good right. cast it looks fucking badass yeah Krampus well, and the most important one on the list, although there are a few, well, there's two very important ones, and this is the primo one, The Force Awakens, Star Wars, on December 18th. December 18th, huh? Yep. And I also think it's funny to note that Tina Fey and Amy Poehler's comedy Sisters is going up against Star Wars. It's funny. It's funny <laughs> that they're going to do go, it. You go, girls. Yeah, right. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? That's hilarious. Um, on Christmas, um, The Hateful Eight comes out. Which I'm going to see for Christmas. As well as The Revenant. Oh, Uh, The Revenant. I do want to see that. It looks like such a fucking shit show to film. Like such a fucking mess. Leo. Like in the mud and the fucking guck and the snow. It does. It looks pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, in a retu. It look almost, it kind of reminds me of the uh, extent that Apocalypto was shot in. Like It it does it have does, that vibe. That vibe of like, right. we're literally in the fucking jungle. We're in here. Yeah, this is, there's no like sound stage with fucking, you know, hanging yeah. forest bullshit. It's like, we were in a jungle with cameras yeah. trying to make this shit work. Prediction: Leo still doesn't win an Oscar for it. He won't. He won't. Because <laughs> Fastbender is going to win, or Johnny Depp might. Well, Johnny Depp will be nominated, but he might win. Yeah, because I don't think he's ever won an it's, Oscar, it's, has he? It's, no. Yeah, and he's. 50. I'd say that him and Fastbender are the two biggest bets for Oscars. I, I, I would like to see Fastbender get nominated twice, and he might. He might he get might. nominated for both movies. He might. Jaws, Steve Jobs, and Macbeth. Yeah, that'd and be fucking cool. If he didn't cool. win, it would be a real bummer. He didn't win either of them. Yeah. Because I could see Depp winning. Twelve years love, That's such an Academy thing that they love <laughs> to like give it to a guy. give it to a guy who they sort of see this as a comeback because right. he's had such crap movies for so long. Well, it's but just he's been a huge such a fucking office tool for so originally. long. Yeah. yeah, he has been a tool for so long. But I mean, uh, that's I mean, of all, so what do you want to see the most out of this besides the obvious, Hateful Eight and Star Wars? Well, 
Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say the Spectre. I mean, there's like yeah, the ones I you're mean, going Black to Black Mass see. is definitely one that I'm really excited. Well, to I want to see Macbeth. I want to see Black Mass. I want to see Spectre and Hateful Eight and Star Wars. Yeah, you know, those are all ones you kind of have to go to theaters to right. see if you're a movie fan. You know, you can't not. And then Krampus. <laughs> and then Krampus. <laughs> and I want to see that other movie called Hardcore. Oh yeah, okay. uh, it's, it's premiering at TIFF, and it's um, it's basically a first-person shooter movie. Mm-hmm. So it's a ninety-minute film shot as first-person, like hmm. a first-person shooter. Like, remember the Doom movie with oh, the okay. Rock? And okay. it's supposed to be based on the first-person a- shooter, action shooter, Doom. Uh huh. And there's literally like one action sequence in that whole fucking Doom movie yeah. that actually is first-person action oh, shooter. Because okay. that's what they it, they build that fucking movie like it's like the first-person experience of Doom that right. you loved in the game but with the not, Rock. Yeah. No, there's literally like one sequence. You watch that movie. And he, he he kills a few mutants, and I think mm-hmm. it's Carl Urban's character, and they do it in first person, and then the rest of the movie is just like a fucking stupid B action movie. But this movie, if you watch the preview, it looks like they're really doing it. It the whole movie is, okay. and it's Charlotte Copley plays yeah, like cool. a bunch of different characters. It looks like nice. and like reoccurring, and he keeps getting killed and coming back or something mm-hmm. like this. So it's not like a movie video game; it's literally an action movie where you're the character, and it's seen through your eyes for the 90 minute run and it right. looks badass it's rated r it's a lot of fucking high flying shoot em up action it looks kind of cool well i want to see the the peanuts movie one i also didn't mention that i want to see that you won't care about but it is the suffragette movie about the saying suff- i don't care yeah. i don't care about suffragettes i, I don't just, care about the plight of the, <laughs> the woman of america the women of america carrie mulligan helena bonham carter and meryl streep and it's sta- it takes the story of the in the uk struggle oh the for, uk well yeah. yeah of course i don't care about that it's uk struggle <laughs> woman. So why would i care no, about that? it's a great story i'm sure it's a really great story i yeah don't yeah. want any um hate mail so yeah, you're getting it. No, from me. I, from you, I get one in my inbox. <laughs> it says, "Hey, dear fuck King, you. I hate. You. I hate you. You're Sincerely, suffragette. <laughs> from all the suffragettes. I'm gonna post a, a comment on your YouTube page. Nasty comments. No, that'll get ya. On my like stupid review videos. Oh my god. There's one comment. It's from you. <laughs> it's from me. Don't no, because we disable the comments, so you guys can't shit on us yeah no because have you ever actually read some of the comments on youtube yeah it's like a fucking downward spiral who the fuck are these people because you read one and then you start reading the responses the rest and you're like who are these people why are they having this time to write this for one thing and why are they saying these horrible Horrible things things. oh absolutely just vile the meanest most horrible things it's anonymity people like with anonymity people gain this sort of like not it's not you can't even call it bravery or courage it's just sort of like it's it's the john ronson fucking public shaming public thing, shaming thing where if you're if you know if there's enough am and anonymity like the crowd mentality the mob mentality yeah they're more likely to, to be cause destruction and damage and theft True. and violence as a mob versus an individual just yeah less uh you know responsibility accountability for your actions you know yeah so you can say some horrible thing on a youtube 
page because it's just a little picture of like Peter Griffin and like right. player shade X five nine nine says that you know I'm not even going to give an example because <laughs> it's always something horrible about a group of people, a race of people, or like I know, but it's like so intense. Some of the things people yeah, have to say, man. and YouTube particularly. Only yeah, mostly YouTube. I mean, Twitter's pretty bad too. Twitter can Twitter be pretty can be bad. Horrible, but yeah. But I mean, it's into, and then there's this other group that on Instagram that are the celebrity stalkers, where they'll like they'll post on certain celebrities, like male celebrities, notice me, please yeah, notice, notice me, me, and they'll like literally on, put a comment on every picture the guy posts. Yeah. Notice me, please notice mention me. me. Mention, mention me. Mention me. And it's like, oh my like God. My comment. I am so like sad my post. For you. Yeah, like that's what you Who all you have you? to do on the internet. Don't yeah. you want to make some cool video and share it or make something. a picture? Or, please do something. Like, that's more interesting. How you, yeah, like that's sad. Yeah. Don't be a sad person. Don't be sad person. Don't be a There's sad a guy. A lot of sad people out there, I guess. Yeah, and they not really shy about it. I have it. just invited a lot of shitty comments for us. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be from the same shitty people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to direct their energy towards us and then go back to their shitty That's lives. That's true. And yeah, and you can't comments. engage. I did. There was one moment where I did engage and then and I... And you learn. You and learn, I like, learned oh my God, immediately. It's just trolling. You can't do it. Yeah, you can't go after the trolls. Trolls are trolls. Yep. Trolls are being trolls yep. as we speak. Trolling troll is a troll, you know. A trolling troll is a troll. Uh, I don't think we have anything else to talk about, do we? Well, I, don't well, I mean, we always have things to talk about. We got lots to talk about. We're going. Uh, we're going. Uh, not long, but we're uh, at the end of the thing, and yeah. So that's our movie wrap up, and yeah, um, movie wrap up. We will be coming at you with more Fear of the Walking Dead. Yep. Um, also, we will be at Walker Stalker Con in, in October in Atlanta. Yeah, end of October. So Walking Dead will have started by then. So we'll have lots to talk about. And, and hopefully talking to some cast members. And I'll be able to get the third compendium. Yay. Just finally read up on the rest of uh, or majority of the Walking Dead And uh, And also before that, we're going to be doing a in a special features interview called Tales and Ales with Lynn Shay from the Insidious movies. She's got a new movie out starring your sister, My Alex Esso, sister. and herself, Lynn Shay, and we will be interviewing the two of them about the movie. Yeah, that's, that's to come in October. In October, so stay tuned Halloween. for that. Yeah. yeah, lots of fun stuff in October. We love October. Oh, yeah, we might be going to the Disney Halloween experience. Yes, we're not going we to Universal this year. Why is that? We're airing out a grievance yes, right now. Yes, we are. Let's talk about that. Yeah, a little. We're airing out the fact that they took away their VIP package offer. Boo. 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 <laughs> yeah. Why did you do that? Yeah, why did you what do that? What the hell, man? And there's like, people are pissed. There was a like... The comments. A, a, there was a campaign to bring it back. A petition. A change.org On, campaign. Online petition to sign and like get this offer back because it's so expensive the base cost. Yes. So if you can come up with that extra 80 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever it is to get that treatment of having your own like l- dining lounge with in front of the line pass and, well, and a tour. tour, like you get your own tram tour that right. takes you to each individual maze and, yep. and the tram uh, display. And you also get front of line for all of the existing rides yep. and you get 
complimentary alcoholic beverages yep. and buffet yeah and your own place to hang it's and a dj best. and there's a dj yeah. playing music good food too really good food Good food. it wasn't like so fucking cat well it was a buffet but it, it wasn't was like buffet, just junky really cafeteria bullshit yeah. and complimentary alcoholic beverage yeah because they had this thing where you have a band and you're supposed to get two alcohol but the guy didn't even yeah, check he tipped the guy more. i ended up getting like five beers heineken's yeah. and drinking and i got to drink and go on rides and right. go on fucking uh, the haunted mazes I and know. shit. It was the best. It was the best. And to get rid of it. And then what did you say? They they transferred that cost to front of the line only. Well, it, it's not quite as much, but it's, I, it's, so it's still about 200 and t- it was like about $205 a ticket to get the VIP experience. And now it's like 107 depending on what day you go, 160 to $190 just to get front, front of, of the, the line, line, which I have to say, folks, is not, not worth, it. worth it. It's no. not. Once you go, once you get to front of the line, you're like, oh, well, fuck. I just paid like an extra $100. Right. Just and I'm not getting the other stuff with this. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm not going. Or I'll just like wait. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just wait. Then why, why would I pay an extra $100? Because especially like the like Transformers ride and the Mummy ride. Right. When you just hop the line and get on. It doesn't feel worth it. No, you, not you at all. You can just like walk by everybody. You get on. The ride's literally like 30 seconds. Yeah. And then you get off and you're like, oh, the waiting is what makes it feel more fun because <laughs> like you're getting a exactly. payoff. There's I know. No, when you jump the line, there's no payoff. Right. And then if you could just go back and do it again, you're just like spinning around. You yeah. just feel like you're spinning around on a fuck in the dark. Yep. Like it doesn't really feel like an experience because right. you didn't earn it. You no didn't way. like wait. I, I would almost never go to a theme park again, to Ugh, be honest. Yeah. Never again. I mean, really the only way to do it is if, I mean, that VIP experience, I got to believe they just found that it was too, too costly. costly and it didn't make any sense it didn't make money it must have not made money with all the food and the alcohol or whatever they it was so much money yeah can handle it you can handle it because we got a tour guide yeah and the tour guide the takes best. us to each like there and that was alien versus predator right. and what was the purge or i forget the other yeah, ones was, texas chainsaw so and then the, you get to skip the line for the brand new walking dead one yeah. and we went on the night the first night so greg nicotero was there robert kirkman was there yep. chris hardwick was there and we were going well, through the awards. maze with them like the, fan, the, the, the scream awards, awards or whatever because yeah. it's that night and then yeah. they take the fucking guys and they take them through the cast members weren't there but it was like gail ann hurd and fucking greg nicotero I know. And we were going through Kirkman, the fucking yeah. maze with them. And Chris like, Hardwick. And Chris Hardwick. And yeah. there they are. And we're going through the maze. And like they made this. And we're like going through at the same fucking time. Yeah. It's like, well, we're not going to get that experience again. Nope. Well, I mean, we'll see. If we end up getting press badges, we'll go. But uh, Yeah, that's the thing. Because we have, other we have than free that, passes no. to the, the Disney thing. So we'll yeah. see how Disney does. We'll see how, how that day. It'll be much more kid oriented. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll Disney be fun. has like high production values. They do it. They do it up. Well, it'll be like Captain Hook and Shmi and like their bad yeah. characters. You know, it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. So stay tuned for all this fun stuff coming up. And uh, as always, audience, thanks for joining. Thanks for joining another installation installment of <laughs> yeah. the Harold Untmodcast. See ya, jerks. Jerks are smelly. 